Have you ever wanted a friend so badly that you would be willing to do almost anything to find one? That you'd be willing to go to extremes that you just never thought possible? Would you be willing to rent a friend or rent a pal? Well, there's a new film called Rent-A-Pal that is by director and writer John Stevenson. And in this film, we get this odd vibe of someone who is trying to find out the difference between reality and fantasy, between true connections and those on the technological scale. Going back to the 1980s, we explore a character who is looking for relationships and will seek a local video store and a video rental to find that pal. Let's check out a little bit about this movie by talking to Will Wheaton, who stars in this film. Will has a long record of being involved in the film industry. Going back to his childhood, you may remember him in Stand By Me, an incredible film that was based on a Stephen King work and going to Star Trek The Next Generation for several seasons and even his voice work and various animated series. And then if you watch The Big Bang Theory, you know that Will Wheaton is a name that shows up time and time and time again. And he's a face that shows up in nearly 20 episodes over the course of that incredible legendary series. So let's talk to Will Wheaton and get some background on this movie, Rent-A-Pal. Awesome. Will, hope you're doing well, sir. Hi. Thank you very much. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, thanks for taking the time today. I really appreciate this very much. Uh, i got to ask you, the, the role of Andy uh, in this uh, particular film, uh, I was told that uh, you were approached early on, you were one of the first choices, maybe the first choice, and that you had a chance to collaborate and give some of your ideas about what you saw in this role as well. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. I loved this script from the first page. I have not been so compelled to finish a script in in years. Like, I'm mean, talking like a decade. I cannot remember the last time I read a script that captivated me the way Rentabelle did. Um, I had, uh, I loved it, but there were a couple of notes that I had. There were a couple of places where I thought, you know, we need to give this character a little more agency. We need to give this character um, a, a stronger reason to stick around. Um, and, uh, and, and I think this humanizes this character. Just my experience as a writer that I just brought to it and I just said, hey, are you open to these things? You know, this is your, I said to John, this is your movie and I'm not gonna tell you how to make your movie. If this were my movie, these are some little changes I would make and if you feel comfortable with these changes, I would love to be part of that movie. And John was like, I had been leaning toward making those changes anyway, but now that you said it, it pushed me to, to make them. I'm making those changes. Let me send you some new pages in a few days and we'll talk again. It's like, great. We had that conversation a few days later. The script was even better. Uh, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get to work. When, when, you know, when do we shoot? Um, it's, it's great. It's a, it is a, I'm so proud of this movie. And it is a, it's a wonderful little film um, that I think has an opportunity to break out. Well, and it's also a film that takes you back to the 80s, <laughs> to the VHS days. And uh, for you, you uh, 
I read that this uh, shoot was a one day shoot for you. Yeah. So talk about that because when you're doing a one day shoot and trying to get this whole concept of what the film and the character should be, you don't have a lot of time to do it in. So talk about that aspect of it. So I had like 20 pages of dialogue and there was no way I was going to learn 20 pages of dialogue because uh, it takes months and, uh, and it's part of like doing a play, right? And, and a huge part of being able to remember extraordinarily long pieces of dialogue is being able to physically move in the space so that different physical things trigger different pieces in the script in my brain so that the words are there and the scene is happening and things are all coming out. In Rent-A-Pal, Andy is in one chair for the entire time and never moves at all. Um, so I told John very early on, like, I'm delivering everything straight to camera. I really need this to be on a teleprompter. Um, and it'll be kind of like when I do an audiobook performance, except I get to use my body. And he was on board with that. And I felt that it worked really well, that it kept me really intensely, unsettlingly engaged with the camera. Um, and, uh, and, and it made it so that I didn't have to worry about flubbing a line or, or leaving out something that was important or, or you know, sometimes doing something as small as changing a word can really alter the, the writer's intention. And as a writer myself and as an actor, honoring the writer's intention is paramount in, in my mind. So I got to set and uh, it was back in, in those days where you could fly to a place for one day and go home the next day. Um, and uh, when, uh, when I got there, it was, everything that I expected it to be. This very simple, very Spartan set. Uh, it was me, uh, a, a skeleton crew, and the director. And we just shot everything. And I, I had done all my homework, and I had prepared Andy as a character. And in, you know, in the drama of the story, we, we cannot, one of the things that attracted me to this was that we cannot be 100% certain that Andy's real. He maybe exists inside David's head, and that, that makes David even scarier. Um, but for Andy to be real, I had to treat him as if he were a real person. And I had to treat him as if he were this predator who was doing everything he could to control this, this person who he is in a relationship with. And, um, uh, John was very supportive of that. And, uh, when we would finish a take, I would just ask him for feedback. And most of the time, uh, uh, he might have. Uh, he would either have no notes at all or a tiny adjustment and we would do it again. And we worked, we worked together really well. And I'm really proud of, of the, of the, the result. It had this twilight zone esque feel to it. Yeah. And I loved that about it. I've always been drawn to those types of stories that as you say, you're never really quite sure what's happening and it's up to the audience sometimes to interpret that. Yeah, and I like that. I think that's something that draws the audience into the story and makes the audience a stakeholder in the story, especially when it's a thriller. It puts the audience uh, more on the edge of their seat. It invests them more strongly in the story, and it makes them complicit in the bad things that happen to the protagonists. And um, uh, I, I really like the size of this film, that there's an intimacy to it that wouldn't exist with a bigger budget. Right, right. Well, Will, I, I know that uh, we were out of time, but I just want to thank you for your time today. Rena Powell is the film. You play Andy, and uh, I have uh, followed you, your career, uh, and continue to enjoy every aspect of what it is you do. Uh, and I have, a, I have a family that uh, embraces uh, the Big Bang Theory. So from, from family TV night, every night, uh, we watch and can't wait to see the Will Wheaton episode. So, oh, so thanks so for your body of work.
Thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. And and this is this is for you, my friend, right here. Oh, cheers. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Will. Appreciate it. Special thanks to Will Wheaton for taking the time earlier to chat with us about the film Rent-A-Pal. You can check this movie out in select drive-ins, select theaters, and also video on demand. Check out more information about this film by going online to rentapal.movie. Until next time, for Meet Me at the Movies, Cinema Scene, and for Elements of Madness, I'm Noel T. Manning II.